0: Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're continuing our series on what we've been talking about, which is finding the specific plan of God for your life by learning to be led by the Holy Spirit. And so we're gonna be continuing on that today. So if, if you didn't watch the last two weeks, I encourage you to go back and watch those two. Uh, Cause we'll be building on what we've been talking about. You know, we talked about learning the difference between our own thoughts, our own plans, and being able to discern what the Holy Spirit is saying. Uh, we talked about be- how to become more sensitive to that leading so that we don't miss it. Um, and today I wanna to talk about getting in agreement with the plan of God, or getting in agreement with the things that the Holy Spirit shows you or speaks to you to do, right? Because God has given us free will, right? But when we give our life to Jesus, we surrender our lives back to him, and we say, Lord, not my will, but we want your will in our lives. So when the Holy Spirit speaks to us, it's important that we get ourselves in agreement with the plan of God. And so this is what we're gonna talk about. So I wanna start by reading Acts 20, verse 22 this is Paul, um, Paul speaking. He says, and now you see, I am going to Jerusalem bound by the spirit and obligated and compelled by the convictions of my own spirit, not knowing what will befall me there. And so he goes on to say that he knows that there is persecution awaiting him in Jerusalem, but we want to talk about that phrase where he says, I am going to Jerusalem bound by the spirit obligated and compelled by the convictions of his spirit. So Paul knew this is the plan of God. I am compelled in my spirit. I feel compelled. I must go to to Jerusalem. So this is the first thing that we want to hit on is when you feel the Holy Spirit prompting you to do something, you have to commit yourself to it. Get in agreement with what the Holy Spirit is saying and commit yourself, even though I may not know all the details. That's what Paul said. He said, not knowing what's going to happen there. He wasn't sure of all the details, but he knew one thing God is leading me there. And I am going to commit myself to fulfilling the plan of God in my life right? He was committed. He got himself in agreement, even though he knew there was difficulty ahead. There was going to be opposition. There was going to be persecution. He said, none of these things will move me off the plan of God because he was committed to agreeing with the plan of God for his life. And we have to get ourselves in the same place where we are in agreement with the plan of God for our lives. And so, One thing I want to hit on, too, is you'll see in the next chapter, you know, Paul had many people prophesying to him uh, more. This happened more than once that people would prophesy and tell him in Jerusalem, there are are great afflictions waiting for you. Basically, great persecution was going to come against him in Jerusalem. And so those were the prophetic words. And so because of those words, they were trying to get Paul to not go. They were telling him, don't go because this is what awaits you. And so this it goes back to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, uh, being careful not to misinterpret what the Holy Spirit is saying, because the Holy Spirit was warning Paul to prepare him. But these people who were giving the, the prophecies, they were misinterpreting that as don't go. God doesn't want you to go, right? They were putting their own interpretation and trying to convince Paul to not go. And so that's another thing we have to be careful of especially if someone gives you a prophetic word. That that does not that word does not have the right to override what you know in your spirit by the inward witness. If someone gives you a word cuz you have to understand that people can miss it or like we said people can misinterpret the word and they they may give the word by the Holy Spirit but they keep talking and they go on with their own interpretation, right, of what the Holy Spirit is really saying and that's why it's important that it bears witness with your spirit. You have to go with what is in your spirit. Prophecy should be confirmation to you. It should not be something random out of left field like, oh my gosh, what? You know, the, the prophetic word should bring you peace and it should bear witness with your spirit. So you never want to override that inward witness and that inward peace of the spirit within you right? You have to stay in agreement with the plan of God for your life. And why? This is the next verse I want to read you. Job 22, 21, it says, agree with God and be at peace. Thereby good will come unto you. And so if Paul would have not gone to Jerusalem, he would have been out of the agreement with his spirit and he wouldn't have been at peace. So you can't just listen to what people are telling you to do or whatever, and you lose your peace over it. It says, agree with God and be at peace. Get in agreement with what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. And this is huge because there's so many people, you know, and I've talked about this on my podcast. Anxiety is rampant in our generation. And people are dealing with all kinds of anxiety and whatever. And let me tell you this, and you can pray and pray, God, give me peace. God, give me peace. But if you are not getting in agreement with the plan of God for your life, you cannot, you're, you're not going to be at peace because why your spirit knows where you need to be. Your spirit knows what you ought to be doing. And the only way that you're going to get in total supernatural, the peace of God is to get in agreement with the spirit. Get in agreement with the plan of God for your life, because if you're off doing your own thing and you're wondering why you're not at peace, it's because the Holy Spirit's trying to get you back where you need to be. The safest place for you to be is in the plan of God for your life in the perfect will of God for your life. So in order for us to be at peace in our spirit, we need to quickly get an agreement with the thing, with what the promptings of the Holy Spirit, like we talked about previously, you don't run it through your reasonings, don't run it through what you're afraid about and your fears and your doubts, you don't, you just get an agreement. Get an agreement and move forward so that you can live in peace. You wanna be at peace always with, with the Lord. And so this is something I was thinking about too, Well, there's two things with this. The first thing I'll say is an example is with Saul. You know, Paul, before he had his encounter with Jesus, he was persecuting Christians, right? He was working against the plan of God. And, you know, he was chosen from before he was even born, God had chosen him, but he was running from the call of God on his life and he was going in the opposite direction. And when he had his encounter with Jesus, Jesus said to him, Saul, Saul, why do you kick against the goats? Why are you offering perilous resistance? And, and Jesus was saying, it's dangerous for you to keep kicking against the goats. What, was, what does that mean? It's dangerous for you to keep resisting the plan of God for your life. It's not good for you to, to war within yourself against what God has for your life. And so, and if, when he says kick against the goads, if you don't know, I encourage you to Google it. You can look at like a, like a video or whatever, but the goads was these, these pricks, these sharp things that would try to keep, um, the herd where they needed to be. Right. And if you were trying to veer off, right, you're going to be hitting, kicking up against the goads. right. And that's not comfortable. That's going to kind of hurt. Okay. So that's going to cause issues for your life. If you're constantly resisting what you know, the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. You're not, you're you're, you're only, uh, it's only hurting yourself to offer resistance against what, you know, what God is calling you to do. Like, and let me give an example. So, some of you may, you know, you know, God is telling you to move to a certain city and go to Bible school and you are just resisting it. You're warring within yourself because you can think of a million reasons as to why it's not going to work out, or what your family is going to say, or what whatever. Like all, you can come up with all kind of reasons not to. But until it, the the safest and best thing for you to do is to yield to the plan of God, get in agreement with what the Holy Spirit is doing. Why? Because it is the greatest thing in the world to be in the plan of God. You can't even comprehend the greatness of God's plan for your life. And you may not understand it in the beginning when you're making those first steps, but let me tell you, if you will stick it out and you will get an agreement and you will walk on God's path for your life, it's going to be exceedingly abundantly above anything that you could have dreamt or imagined for your life. I'm telling you, and you have to believe that. You have to believe that God is a good plan for your life. Even if it seems like you're like, Lord, why would I do that? It just feels like I'm, maybe even feels like you're going backwards. It may feel like you're like, I don't see how this is going to benefit me. God knows better than you do. God knows what you need better than you know. And, and God wants to put you exactly where you need to be for the best for your life. God wants what's best for you, right? If you think about God, your, your, your earthly father, if, if you had a good earthly father, right, he wants the best for you. He wants to see you succeed. He wants to see you prosper. He doesn't want to watch you fail. And if your dad can do anything to help you to keep you from failing, he's going to do it right. He's going to protect you from things that he knows that's going to hurt you. Right. And it's the same thing with our heavenly father. He wants what's best for you but we have to agree or else you're gonna be miserable. Christianity is only hard when you are kicking against the goats, if you will. You know, people think Christianity's hard, you know, I have to give up all this stuff, living a life. Okay. You're missing it. You need a different perspective, because I'll tell you what's hard. Living in sin is hard. The Bible says in Proverbs, "The way of the transgressor is hard. Living for the devil is hard. Living outside of the protection of God is hard. Making your own decisions with no foresight is hard. Uh, not listening to the, to the correction of the Holy Spirit that's going to save your life, that produces a hard life. But when you get an agreement and you yield yourself and you say, you know what? I'm all in whatever God tells me to do. I'm going to do it no matter how crazy it looks, no matter how, how, you know, people may mock you for it, no matter what it looks like in the natural, I'm going to do what God's called me to do. And let me tell you, it's going to produce the greatest life and you, that you could have never made for yourself. Right. And so th- let me read you this one other scripture, James four, one, this scripture You know, there was a season of my life where this scripture was very relevant to me um, when I was in college. It says, this is the Passion Translation. It says, doesn't the battle begin inside of you when you fight to have your own way and fulfill your own desires? And I think in the other translation, it talks about warring. Your spirit and your flesh are warring within you. And I remember there was a season of my life where I was fighting what I knew. God, deep down, I knew what God was telling me to do that I had to get out of a particular thing. And I was really warring within myself. And I lived about at least six months, probably more of my life in inner turmoil. Like I was in this place where I was literally at war with myself, which, and maybe some of you are watching this and you may have find yourself in a place like that today. You know what you need to do, but you are just warring against it. And let me tell you, that does not produce a life of peace. You need to just yield to what God is telling you to do. And, and it's a terrible place to be at like this. It says when you're, you're battling, trying to get your own way. And, and let me help you here. If you are struggling with that, if you're like, I know God wants me to do this, but I just really don't want to do it. I encourage you, you have to get in the word and because you have to see from the word how awesome God is. And you have to begin to learn God's heart towards you, that God loves you so much and that God's plan for your life is not one to make you miserable. The plan of God is for your ultimate joy. You know, Jesus even said, he said, you can ask me for anything and I'll give it to you so that your joy may be full. God wants you to have the fullness of joy. And let me tell you, the the fullness of joy is found in the plan of God for your life. And this is why it's tough because, and you know, for me, when I was spiritually immature and I was in that season where I was warring against myself, I couldn't see that God had something so much better in store for me. I was being blinded by my present circumstance, right? By looking at the natural. And the thing is, when you're warring like that, we talked about this last week, whichever you feed more is gonna win. If you just feed your flesh and you're constantly meditating on the natural and what you want, most likely that's what's gonna win the war. But if you feed your spirit with God's word and you begin to spend time with the Lord, he's gonna begin to show you just how much he loves you. And he's gonna show you that he is something so much better for you. And that if you would just trust him, if you would just trust him and get in agreement with him and step out in whatever he's leading you to do, it's time to step out. This whole podcast is basically to encourage you yield, yield. You know, God's been pulling you, pushing you to do something. Today is the day. Stop warring within yourself. Agree with God and be at peace. Agree with God and be at peace. And so I just encourage you. Let me leave you with this scripture. This is, this is going to encourage you. Proverbs 3.17. This is talking about the wisdom of God. And we talked about last week, 1 Corinthians 2. It talks about the wisdom of God. It's what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what's never entered in the, into the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for those who love them. God has great things prepared for you. And it's his wisdom, it's his counsel, it's his plan, it's his thoughts towards your life. And this is what it says about it in Proverbs three seventeen: Her ways, talking about wisdom, God's wisdom for your life. Her ways are highways of pleasantness and paths of peace. Highways of pleasantness and paths of peace. That's what the plan of God is for your life. It's highways of pleasantness and paths of peace. That is awesome. You need to renew your mind that that is what God has in store for you. Why would you want to fight against that? Why would you want to fight against that? And that's why I don't understand when people say, man, the Christian life is just so hard. You're you're missing it somewhere. You have a wrong. You have lies. You have strongholds in your mind somewhere that need to be corrected. If you think that way, the Bible says the way of the transgressor is hard, but the plan of God for your life is highways of pleasantness and paths of peace. Agree with God and be at peace. So I want to encourage you today, wherever you're at in your life, you begin to seek the Holy Spirit and whatever he's prompting you to do, trust him. And trust me, as someone who's been through it, I thank God that I yielded to the plan of God for my life. Let me tell you right now. And one of the things I've talked about, uh, I did a podcast on how the Lord told me who my husband was going to be. And let me tell you right now, I thank God that I waited for the man that God had for me. Was it kind of difficult and not made sense at the time? Lord, why can't I go on dates with other people? Why can't I have a boyfriend? Everyone else is dating. All my friends are getting married. Why can't I do this? I could look at it in the natural and say, God, you don't have a good plan for my life. This sucks. Okay. But that's an unrenewed mind. And we talked about on the last podcast, you got to renew your mind, right? The renewed mind understands God knows what he's doing. God knows what he's doing. And he has something amazing in store for me. And I thank God that I got an agreement with his plan for my life and I didn't settle for second best. And I want to encourage you, especially if you're young and you're watching this, don't settle for a life that is second best when God has amazing things for you. Don't sell out God's best for a bowl of soup like Esau did. Esau, he sold out his birthright because he was hungry and wanted a bowl of soup. What does that mean? That's selling out on God's best for you to satisfy a present carnal desire. You, you want this? I want this now. It's a carnal desire that we many times just want to fulfill right now. But in order to do that, you're selling out on God's best for your life. I want to encourage you young people, wait for God's best for your life. Let me tell you, it is so worth it to live, to live for God, to serve God in your youth and to, and to submit yourself to his plan for your life. Submit yourself. I encourage you, stop warring against what God has called you to do and begin to step out. Step out in obedience on what God is telling you to do. And let me tell you right now, God is a rewarder of those who obey Him. You're going to begin to see those rewards in your life and you're going to begin to see that perfect plan of God unfold for you in Jesus' mighty name. And if you enjoyed this video, I want to encourage you to follow or subscribe for more. This is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.